Well, welcome again to another podcast, Down to Earth, but Heavenly Minded, and I'm your host, Irvrish. Well, again, we'll be in uh, the book of Acts, and uh, now lesson number 16, chapter 16 in the book of Acts, and we'll be looking at Timothy joins uh, Paul and Silas to start out with, and uh, we'll do the reading of our text, and then we will move on into uh, looking a little closer at the scripture. So with that said, let us uh, just continue on. Chapter 16 Paul came also to Derbe and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith, and they increased in numbers daily. And they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come up to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing by Mysia, they went down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, Immediately we sought to go on into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So, setting sail from Troas, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace, and the following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in this city some days, and on the Sabbath day we went outside the gate to the riverside, where we supposed there was a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. One who heard us was a woman named Lydia, from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods, who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul, and after she was baptized, and her household as well, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews, and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. 
Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. When the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds, and he was baptized at once, he and all his family. Then he brought them up into his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced along with his entire household that he had believed in God. But when it was day, the magistrates sent the police, saying, Let those men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates had sent to let you go. Therefore come out now and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They have beaten us publicly, uncondemned, men who are Roman citizens, and have thrown us into prison. And do they now throw us out secretly? No. Let them come themselves and take us out. The police reported these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them, and they took them out and asked them to leave the city. So they went out of the prison and visited Lydia, and when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. Well, we come to Acts 16 now, and, uh, you know, last time when we looked at the chapter 15, we've seen uh, Paul and Silas going one way, and uh, 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 John, Mark, and uh, uh, Barnabas going another way. And so it kind of picks up, uh, not with uh, Barnabas and Mark, but it picks up with Paul and Silas. And uh, we see them, that uh, Timothy joins them at uh, uh, Debbie and Lystra. And and it tells us that a disciple was there named Timothy. So we see Timothy coming on the scene now, and uh, it tells us a little bit about him, that he uh, was the son of a Jewish woman, who was a believer, by the way, and so was his grandmother, by the way. Uh, but uh, his father was a Greek, okay? So he's a half-Jew. Well, he'd be kind of called a Samaritan, I guess. Uh, he was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra. Again. And Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him, and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews, okay? He wasn't circumcised. And this is kind of important to the Jews. If he was going to work among the Jews and the Gentiles, 
he thought it best to circumcise uh, Timothy. Not that uh, it required anything of his salvation. He was already a Christian. Uh, who who were in, in that place. In other words, it was for the Jews that were there. Uh, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. And as they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them uh, for... Uh, um, I can't pronounce that word, what? Oh, oh, servience and dedicated that has been reached by the apostles and elders who were in Jerusalem. Okay, these were observances. Uh, so the churches uh, were strengthened in the faith and they increased in number daily. Well, that's kind of important. And then we find them going on through Mes- Macedonia. They were called. Uh, to do this, so that's where they went, and they went to all these cities, you know, and they, you know, where the letter was written to the Galatians, they went to uh, Galatia, and uh, and the Holy Spirit is speaking all through Asia, you know, the words of Asia, and, and uh, it, it, you know, it names all these towns, and if we look them up on a, on an ancient map, we will find that they actually existed. And we will see some modern cities that uh, are in their locations. Things have changed. uh, But these were actual places, actual people we're talking about. This is not a myth or a fable or anything like that. This is truth. And we can actually prove uh, all of this. So now they come uh, to Macedonia and help them. And uh, when Paul had seen the vision immediately, we sought to go on to Macedonia, uh, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel there. So God spoke by visions also. Uh, and uh, does he do it today? I don't know. I've never had a vision. Well, I've had some weird dreams, but never had a vision. So anyway, uh, the conversion of Lydia. And uh, we see that after they sailed uh Troas, and uh, so it was on the Sabbath that this all took place, uh, that uh, the women would sit down and uh, come together, and one heard us, whose name was Lydia, isn't that something? And she was from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods, who was a worshiper of God. Uh, Okay, she was apparently practiced the Jewish faith, and the Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul, okay? And that's what God does. He opens our hearts to listen to the Word of God. A lot of times we'll hear the Word of God, but we don't listen. There's a big difference between hearing and listening. And after she was baptized and her household as well, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she uh, uh, prevailed upon us. She, you know, she does. She she got him to stay with her. But anyway, Paul and Silas are thrown in prison now. And this is the story of the Philippian jailer, okay? And as they were going uh, to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl whose spirit of divination had brought her owner much gain. In other words, she had a spirit uh, in her that was uh, 
that she could be a fortune teller. And we see a lot of fortune tellers in our day. They're, they're doing it by the works of the evil one. And uh, these men uh, that uh, she was doing it for had gotten quite a bit of money from it. So she followed Paul and us and crying out. Uh, you notice how he says, and followed Paul and us. Uh, you know, Luke wrote this, and uh, I believe that Luke was on the scene in a lot of cases. These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. In other words, she was really uh, irritating them because she had an evil spirit, and yet she was uh, trying to proclaim the gospel. And uh, God will not share the credit with anybody. It's his glory, not anybody else's. So he says, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out of her that very hour. So the spirit left her. So she couldn't prophesy, or she couldn't uh, uh, fortune tell anymore. Uh, but when her owner saw this, they, you know, hope her gain was gone. And they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them to the marketplace and to the rulers. And anyway, they ended up uh, being turned over to the magistrate. And uh, then they, uh, these men are Jews and they are disturbing our city. And so now they, what did they do? Uh, uh, let's see here. They, the crowds joined in attacking them, and the magistrate tore their garments off and ordered them to be beaten with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them in prison. Well, this magistrate's in big trouble, and we'll see that in a minute. Well, while they were in jail, uh, there was a great earthquake, okay? And they were in the inner prison, fastened under feet in stock. So now at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Isn't that great? They were witnesses even in prison. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. So the foundations of the prison was shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's bonds fell off, or they were unfastened. And when the jailer awoke, he saw the prison doors open, and he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. Well, you know, he's responsible for the prisoners, and if they escape, he's he's executed anyway, so he was just going to take his life. So Paul cried with a loud voice, Don't harm yourself, for we are all here. And the jailer called for a light and rushed into the trembling with fear and fell before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Simple question. What must I do to be saved? And they said, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. It's plain and simple. There was no mention of baptism. There was nothing said here. Just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. Nothing more, nothing less. And they spoke the words uh, of the Lord to him, and they were, you know, they were in his house. In his house. So, a Philippian jailer brought him to his house, and he uh, preached to them 
And he took them that same hour and night and washed their wounds. You know, the, the Philippian jailer and his family, they cleaned him up. And he was baptized uh, once, he and all his family. So we see the Philippian jailer and his family now being baptized. They're identifying what the Lord, whom they had put their faith in. Then he brought them uh, up into the house and set food before him. They fed him, cleaned him up, and he rejoiced along with his entire household that they had believed in God. Isn't that a great story? But one day had come. This is uh, the part I was talking about. The magistrate uh, sent the police saying, let these men go. And a jailer reported the words to Paul. But Paul said, the magistrate has sent and, and let, let you go. Anyway, they therefore come out and go in peace. But Paul said to them, they have beaten us public, uncondemned men who are Roman citizens and have thrown us into prison. And do you now throw us out secretly? No, let them come in themselves and take us out. Well, the police reported this to uh, the words of the magistrate, and they were afraid. And when they had heard that they were Roman citizens, you know, if that magistrate wasn't a Roman citizen, he was, his future was doomed because you do not beat a Roman without first trying him, and they were not tried. So they came and apologized to them, and they took them out and asked them to leave the city. So they went out to the prison, and they visited Lydia, and when they had seen the brethren and encouraged them, then they departed. Well, that's kind of a nice story, isn't it? That's kind of a nice place to end. Well, uh, I will end my podcast like I normally do. So let's uh, let's do that. Well, like we usually do, let us end our podcast with God is out here, and you can find him in your Bible. All you have to do is just open your Bible. You'll find him. Well, with that said, I'm just going to leave you. Have a great day. Lord bless. Till we meet again. Bye for now.